Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Finally Friday! And not only is it only uh, finally Friday, (laughs) I have come to the end of a long journey. No, I'm not leaving radio. I know, I know, there were a few of you who were quite hopeful. No, 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 the end of a journey. Uh, My daughter uh, finally got her driver's license today. Yeah, (laughs) she finally got her driver's license today. I'm I'm excited. A lot of of kids these days are, a lot of these kids these days, don't I sound like an old fart? Uh, A lot of these kids these days are waiting to get their driver's license. And my daughter was a little bit uh, late on it. She didn't wait too long. But uh, today we went and we uh, we got the driver's license. So now, you know, as you're a radio personality or, or whatever, you know, in the media, a lot of times you share your life stages on the air. And I have shared, uh, you know, my wife getting pregnant and then the, my son and then my daughter and then, you know, all of the trials and tribulations of uh, raising a child, which, by the way, I've never really considered to be trials and tribulations. I've always considered it a gift every day, every day that I have my children. I, I love having kids. But it is kind of hard to realize that very soon, in a, in a year or two, uh, we're going to be that couple. We're going to be that couple. That couple is the empty nester couple. And it's just kind of... Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, and I'm certainly not ready to be, uh, you know, a grandfather. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's let's wait a decade at least until I'm like a grand. Because I don't consider somebody in their fifties. Nothing against those who like like Lauren Bobert, who had a he's going to have a grandchild at 37. <laughs> I mean, uh, but but honestly, I always think of uh, grandfathers and grandmothers as old people, and I and they, you know, you young people are saying, "Oh, you are old. You're in your fifties." And I'll no, I always think of old people as like the the couple from the movie up you know the old guy and uh, and his wife there you know and don't go in there with that scene at the where she goes up the hill and she's you know getting sick don't go there because you know i'll get all teary-eyed and everything um <laughs> but uh, but you know you share these things and now my daughter has this driver's license and uh and now she has uh, uh we got her a little uh, 2005 camry that was my son's in college and now it's her car you know and and uh, and I got to tell you, you know, the driver's license bureau and and, and I sometimes we f- we dehumanize people who uh, I guess some people perceive are beneath them. Like for instance, you make jokes about the drive-through person at McDonald's. Oh yeah, working McDonald's drive-through. Well, I know that my drive-through uh, employee at McDonald's is called Carolina. Her name is Carolina. 
and I know that she is a uh, a, a migrant, a legal migrant and citizen of the United States, but I got to know her at the drive-thru. I even got her a gift at Christmas because she's just really nice, and, and so I don't look at her as like some loser who has to work at the drive-thru. I say, no, there's somebody who's working at the drive-thru. It's maybe a second or third job for all I know, and I wouldn't want to do that. There, by the grace of God, go I, and I feel that way to some degree about people who work in bureaucratic jobs like at a window at the driver's license bureau. I got to imagine it probably pretty much sucks. And I've worked at a lot of jobs that really sucked. I've worked in college. I cleaned out giant petroleum tanks wearing a, a, a hazmat suit and, a, and an oxygen mask. That was one of the things I did. And I've mowed yards and I've tossed bales and I've waited tables and I've been a fry cook. And I could go on and on. And I've worked fields like you wouldn't believe and all that. But I've never had to work at a driver's license bureau, which has to be uh, soul-sucking at a minimum because uh you know it, like in maryland they had like pictures these generic pictures of vehicles for transportation like ooh, there's a car and there's a truck see because you're in the driver's license bureau in the driver's license bureau where i am now it's just nothing and so a lot of the times you get you know sometimes you'll get the reasonably okay i don't want to kill myself employee today here you know it's like no i'm here i'm a, i've only got eight hours to go and then sometimes you get somebody happy then somebody you'll get somebody who gets a real joy out of any little bureaucratic snafu that you miss and if you're kind of short on your temper at all like you're standing there and they say well i need a driver and then i need this and i need something with your current address and i need this and that and this and that and if you miss one of those things there are some employees who go, oh, it's okay, here's what you need. Or there are some who go, well, you didn't bring the whatever, did you? And I had that guy first today. And, uh, and I had that guy first. And I, I'm like, because I was missing a bunch of whatever the hell I needed. I had her uh, Social Security card, and I had her, uh, you know, her uh, permit, and I had all of this stuff. But I was missing one thing. So I had to leave, and I was mad, and my daughter got mad at me for getting mad. You know, because she's my daughter. And that's what daughters do when dads, you know, do stuff like that. And I was ticked. I, I controlled. I was cool. I was cool. I gave him a stern look. And I walked out. And we went home. And, and my daughter's yelling at me like, and I'm going like, you know what, blah, blah, blah. And so we go home. We get the whatever we needed. We come back. And uh, then the second person immediately kind of launches in, sees that I'm kind of frazzled, and then kind of diffuses it with humor. So ultimately, we got the uh, the driver's license. But there are people, I don't know who it is, but at, at bureaucrat windows, because they have no control over their lives and they have no creative ability whatsoever as they sit there and just in 135, B, 182, and you go to your window. Uh, there's that one person who goes, oh, you know what? I, I can't get any enjoyment out of my job, but what I'll do is I'm going to get some enjoyment out of jerking this guy around. You know, so there, uh, there's that. She got her driver's license. I wanted to share that with you because, yeah, you know, these are the things that you, you do as a uh, major syndicated radio host. I've got a sexy life, you know. You know, Sean Hannity probably flies into, you know, LaGuardia on a private jet, gets out in limousine, goes down to the Fox Studios. What do I do? Well, I get out of bed in the morning. I let the dogs out three times, make my wife a sandwich, have some cold coffee that I made the night before, and then run my daughter to the driver's license bureau twice. Sexy. Sexy. So uh, did you hear Joe Biden yesterday in, uh, in Ireland as though the creepy couldn't get worse? Yesterday, Joe Biden says, let's lick the world. Let's go lick the world. I, I wish I were kidding, but this is our Prezi. 
So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's go. Yeah, let's go lick the world. That's what you want to hear from a guy who likes to make a habit of sniffing little girls' hair and groping girls and occasionally getting on elevators with uh, interns and molesting them. Here he is again. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's you know, no, no, I don't even want you licking the moon at this point. I don't want you licking anything. Maybe not even ice cream. I don't even like you here. You like to lick ice cream. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's lick the girls. Done. Lick the girls. Did he say lick the girls? He might have said lick the girls. Eh, no, he apparently said uh, lick the world. Lick the world. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just got out of the driver's license bureau. So. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Thank goodness. So NPR has quit Twitter for good, by the way, in case you were wondering what you got on Twitter this morning. And I don't know how many of you are active Twitter users. A lot of the times we as uh, as media figures, we just immediately assume that you're just as into social media as we are. And uh, most of you could really give a crap less, right? Am I am I am I right? Most 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 working people, they just kind of go, yeah, and I kind of update my Facebook, and I'll put my picture of my daughter's graduation, or I'll pick my picture of whatever. But most really are not hot and heavy into the social media thing. I do it as a way to couple of things: uh, connect with my people who listen to me and view me on television, and and share things in the time that I'm off the air. That might be informational. I, I try not to be inflammatory. I'm not here to tick anybody off, but I, I will call things out on social media that I think are, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and so it's a stream of consciousness. This morning I, I put on Twitter that our dog Zoe has finally sunk in uh, last night and the night before that our dog Lucy is no longer uh, going to be coming home. So Lucy died on Monday. And, or Sunday, and we took the day off. She died Easter morning, and we took the day off. <clears throat> and then Wednesday, uh, Zoe, I noticed, was not sleeping in the hall like she normally does. She was at the top of the stairs when I get up in the morning waiting for, waiting for Lucy to come up because Lucy always stays in the basement with my son. Yeah, I got a son who lives in a basement, and he graduated from college. But that's by design, actually. So, But, but I, I posted that on Facebook. Uh, you know, Zoe realizes her friend isn't there anymore. It's been really, you know, kind of a bummer. And I threw that in there. I threw that in, in uh, Twitter this morning. But uh, a lot of the times it, it skews toward the political. I'll put recipes up there. Uh, and I got to tell you, I'm not following NPR because uh, NPR is uh, so ungodly boring. It's just, it's, it's boring. It is a uh, leftist voice of the government. It is. If you listen to NPR, and I, I know that I worked at an NPR station about four years when I was in college. And I used to used to have run, uh, you know, all things considered and uh, morning edition, and I would do the the interspersed, uh, you know, uh, news updates and all of that, and PSAs and whatever. And it was pretty insufferable then. Now it's super duper duper insufferable and really, really, really left of center. Otherwise, uh, uh, the, you know, they would have reported on Hunter Biden's laptop, or otherwise they would have gotten on the air and, and tried to pursue uh, the RussiaGate collusion hoax. But you see, they didn't do that. But NPR has decided to leave Twitter after the social media giant, and that would be uh, Elon Musk, said it was uh, government media, and then changed it to government-funded media. And, of course, NPR, in its usual foppish kind of uh, huff, decided to leave uh, Twitter. 
And here's a quote. NPR's organizational accounts will no longer be active on Twitter because the platform is taking actions that undermine our credibility. (laughs) Undermine your credibility. You don't have any credibility by falsely implying that we are not editorially independent. I hate to tell you this. All of the mainstream media and big social media proved in the last three, four years they are not editorially independent because they took the marching orders from the DHS and the IRS among other other government agencies they're all beholden to the deep state back to the quote from uh, npr we are not putting our journalism on platforms that have demonstrated an interest in undermining our credibility i'm sorry i always lose it when they say they have credibility and the public's understanding of our editorial independence independence of what we are turning away from twitter that didn't that just sound very NPR? We're turning away. We're turning our backs on Twitter, but not from our audiences and communities. There are plenty of ways to stay connected and keep up with NPR news, music, and cultural content. And quarterly, beg for money and give you a cheap coffee mug in return. So Twitter is no longer on Elon Musk, and I uh, I would encourage those of you who are uh, really, really in love with NPR to uh, put your lattes down for just one moment and uh, and realize that uh, there is a way forward. Okay, your lives are not uh, are not over. Uh, so uh, be strong. You'll find another uh, platform, just not Twitter. So. We've got a million things to get to today. Donald Trump uh, testifying yesterday in New York. And then this uh, National Guardsman leaking about the Ukraine uh, military conflict. And it's amazing how it took, uh, well, we've, we were wearing months into this, and they've never figured out, a year into it, never figured out who leaked the, uh, the Roe v. Wade decision. Isn't that kind of funny? And all of the media are lining up against this, this kid, this young man, who leaked information to the media. So whenever you see that, you kind of got to go, huh, maybe they're targeting the wrong person. So we're going to get to that, and uh, here's the number as well. It's 800-922-6680. If you want to chime in on the show, it's 800-922-6680. It's a big old Friday on The Rob Carson Show. America is still the land of opportunity for all. If we all come together for her, it's the Rob Carson Show. Thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's you know, <clears throat> you don't need to be a comedy writer to uh, to find humor. All you got to do is wait for Joe Biden to talk. He said in Ireland yesterday. <laughs> Let's lick the world. Let's let's go out and lick the world. He's the creepiest guy ever as the president, honestly. Donald Trump's creepy. No, he's not. Shut up. Uh, uh, Joe Biden is the creepiest old guy, and nothing against age, but he's just that creepy old guy sniffing on little girls and stuff. And we've seen it. I mean, dear Lord, we've seen it. He stopped short of his, you know, the Dalai Lama, but, uh, you know, pretty darn close. And uh, then yesterday he signs off <clears throat> by saying, let's go lick the world. I just... <laughs> You, you can't make this stuff up. It's amazing. Oh, I just want to mention something. Donald uh, Trump will be speaking live at the NRA today. This is going to be big. 4.30 Eastern. And that's when uh, the... Uh when the talk begins. So 4.30 Eastern time on Newsmax. All you got to do is go to uh, channel 349. 
<clears throat> excuse me, on your direct TV or just go NewsmaxTV.com for all of the listings. But uh, this should be pretty spicy today. This should be a pretty good speech today. He had to go back to New York to testify. Letitia James is the uh, the uh, uh, the AG for the state. And I want you to listen to this. And, and uh, I know that uh, Democrats are are hackling. They're 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 just laughing their butts off because Letitia James she campaigned on the literally the premise: "Show me the man, I will show you the crime." She campaigned and got people to vote for her by saying she was going to go after Donald Trump. She didn't say why. She didn't say how. She just said we're going to go after Donald Trump. Here is a little montage of this awful, awful corrupt bureaucrat saying that she was going to go after Donald Trump. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus Wait, 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 wait. There she is saying that he didn't win the election. That's election denial. That's misinformation. On Donald Trump, we need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. Wait, wait, you have a soul. How do you fuel a soul that you've sold? This alone should get the case thrown out. But it's New York. So Donald Trump uh, decided to uh, uh, reverse his decision to plead the fifth and answered questions for seven hours. So that should be kind of interesting. I did hear the beginning of it where he basically said Letitia James is... uh, which is pretty ballsy, uh, to literally call out the uh, the AG and say that she's a political tool. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, so um, I, I've heard that the testimony is online. I haven't had a chance to dig into it. I do wish him the very best. But uh, he answered questions for seven hours during a deposition called by Letitia James. The former president was deposed for a second time, part of a $250 billion fraud case in which he is accused of falsifying the value of his properties and which seeks to ban him from doing business in New York State, which I would say, you know what? Yeah, screw you, New York. Uh, Trump was seen uh, leaving Trump Tower at 9.30 in the morning before traveling by uh, motorcade to do the deposition. And uh, his cooperation marks a departure from his approach to his first deposition in which he uh, pled the fifth 400 times. Because what they're trying to do is get him on anything. <clears throat> get him on anything. They've been doing this for years. Get you on anything, claim that you are uh, uh, perjuring yourself and all of that. And that's what they want to do. And, uh, and I, uh, you know, I hope and pray, and I believe this will crash and burn, because it's uh, nonsensical and it's just another example of people who are terrified of Donald Trump being the president again. Meanwhile, listen to this. Listen, and this is going to catch up with all of these uh, Democrat cities, and I, I'm not sure how... F- much further they can descend. But nearly a third of New Yorkers want to move out. They're fed up with crime, housing costs, poor schools. New Yorkers are so worried about crime, sky-high housing costs and struggling schools. 27% say they want to move away in the next five years. Same things happen in California and other Democrat states. And it's kind of funny the Democrat Party still doubles down on it. 30% of residents who also incited an inept political leadership and soaring taxes as reason for wanting to flee. But this is what your DA and your AG are focused on. 10,000 New Yorkers have relinquished their driver's licenses to go to Florida. Are you ready for this? In the first quarter of 2023. 
There you go. So 10,000 New Yorkers have left New York to go to Florida in the first quarter of this year. What I'm hoping and praying is that while these out-of-touch bureaucrats continue to be in charge in cities like this, and while, you know, cities like Chicago doubled down with a new mayor who is even more left than Lori Lightfoot, that sooner or later the tax base won't be there. I'm afraid that many of these uh, municipalities may end up, uh, uh, you know, filing for bankruptcy because uh, they're really screwing their citizens. But go ahead and focus on Donald Trump if you think that's what you need to do. Uh, eventually, it will catch up. You guys want to chime in? 800-922-6680. Let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson for Gold Alliance. If you're concerned about how Washington's latest shenanigans may impact your financial future, this is an important message to hear because right now we have a stock market correction. We got high inflation, Fed rate hikes happening all the time. Some experts say a recession may sweep the nation and folks who fail to prepare may face challenging times ahead while gold owners may have a historic opportunity to grow richer. Now, if you'd like to learn a simple way you can diversify with gold before an economic downturn comes, if you'd like to put yourself on the road to financial peace of mind, the new 2023 Gold Guide from our friends at Gold Alliance can show you how. Here's what you got to do. Just go to www.freegoldguide.com slash Carson. Freegoldguide.com slash Carson. Or you can write down this number, 800-247-9236. 800-247-9236. Or again, go to freegoldguide.com slash Carson. To all the American haters and anthem kneelers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's the Rob Carson Show. So did you hear about the big uh, armored car heist in uh, Philadelphia? Oh, you didn't? Let me tell you about it. Philadelphia Police Department has launched an investigation. Apparently, there was a tractor trailer parked in a Walmart parking lot in northeast Philadelphia loaded with, are you ready for this? $750,000. The only problem is who's in dimes. Yeah. It, the, the people who uh, robbed the, uh, the truck, they took, they took $750,000 <clears> worth of dimes. Yeah, while the trailer was unattended, an unified, unidentified thief took bolt cutters to break into the trailer, stole over 100,000, or 1 million dimes, totaling uh, uh, $100,000. Uh, when police were called under the scene, uh, thousands of dimes were scattered all over the parking lot. People literally were there scooping up dimes for uh, a good half hour before the police arrived, some of them absconding with as much as $12. This is so this is my my headline on uh, on Twitter last night was here's a dime call a million people who care <laughs> because uh, you know one hundred thousand dimes is a million dollars so yeah somebody somebody that's gonna be a little hard to launder uh, you know you could even send this to Ukraine and uh, and Hunter Biden could fly over in the plane with the uh, one hundred thousand dollars worth of dimes and they wouldn't be able to launder the money in Ukraine that's how difficult it would be to launder money uh, to launder $100,000. What are you going to do with $100,000? You go in the grocery store. I mean, honestly, who's going to walk in with, I got I got 50 rolls of dimes to pay for my groceries today. <laughs> I think that might be, you don't even need the serial number. <clears throat> of course, that would be impossible. But I just think, what are you going to do with $100,000 worth of dimes? 
Maybe just slowly you're going to go to different banks around the area and deposit it $100 at a time. Even $100 worth of dimes is still 1,000 dimes, right? Isn't it 1,000 dimes, 10 to 100? I think it is, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not so good with math. Anyway, oh, 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 speaking of, uh, of Ukraine, Ukraine. Uh, it looks like, and this is being reported in a number of areas, including uh, uh, Seymour Hirsch, uh, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, and his senior officials are scamming American taxpayer dollars by the hundreds of millions. Shut the front door. Are you ki- that? That comes as a surprise to me. Even though I said that this was a massive money laundering operation, I don't know from day one. You know, whenever the president of the United States, his last day as the vice president, he goes and visits Ukraine, and then after he leaves office, his son gets a million-dollar plum gig for a Ukrainian gas company, and he just got uh, kicked out of the military for cocaine use, and he was uh, high on crack and booze and prostitutes. Really? I mean, honestly, does it have to get more painfully obvious to anybody you know, the Ukrainian conflict. Hey, you know, remember when they, they came and Zelensky came dressed as a, uh, he looked like a cast member from, <clears throat> from a, I don't know, from uh, Taken. He looked like one of the kidnappers from Taken. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, he, and he shows up and he goes in and he speaks in the, uh, in the house, you know, and then they have uh, just so happen to have a Ukrainian flag there. And you know, the amazing thing is <clears throat> uh, about 99% of the American people are not are not flying the Ukrainian flag because they know it has no strategic significance to us in the world. But what's happening is we're getting embroiled into a hot war with Russia. And, uh, and that was what was leaked. That said, let me get back to the $400 million. <clears throat> Zelensky and his entourage embezzled $400 million from U.S. funds meant for diesel procurement last year. Hirsch claimed in a new article on Substack, citing a CIA estimate, Kiev has allegedly been buying diesel fuel, which is essentially for the war effort from Russia itself, and in the process skimming large sums of U.S. funds earmarked for diesel payments. Reports uh, had earlier surfaced about how oil products originating in Russia had made it their way to Ukraine through Bulgaria and Latvia. The scheme involving the Baltic state, which was reported in detail in the Latvian television program Nika Porsoniga, which I never miss, have violated the EU's anti-Russian sanctions. So there you go. It looks like, uh, allegedly, the uh, the Ukrainian President Zelensky, who looks like a cast member from Taken, uh, apparently has absconded with, um, I don't know, about $400 million. <clears throat> about $400 million. But uh, they're going after, they are going after a, uh, a guy who uh, uh, leaked some uh, confidential documents. National Guard member who leaked classified U.S. documents made a panicked final call to his gamer pals before his arrest. And as revealed, his stepfather had a 34-year in the same intelligence unit. He was there, and and that was where he spent his career. This is what he said. He said, only God can decide what happens from now on. That's what the uh, young National Guard uh, airman accused of leaking classified Pentagon dossiers in a chat room. He made that final call. His name is uh, Jack Texera told a group of teens and young men with whom he's accused of sharing the trove of top-secret documents about the war in Ukraine. 
He was sitting on his porch reading a book when the FBI raided his uh, North Dighton, Massachusetts home on Thursday. And have you seen this? Uh, you know, he told gamers, he said, I never wanted it to get like this. I prayed to God this would never happen. And I prayed and prayed. Only God can decide what happens from here on out. Now, when I first heard about this story, I said, huh, normally... Uh, leaks go from the DOJ, the FBI, or the DOD to the New York Times, and then they're spat out. And nobody says anything about it. Nobody says a thing about it. It's really not a big deal. But uh, oddly enough, I guess some media members, I, uh, the New York Times, led the, the uh, DOJ to this guy's house. And that was when I went, huh, this is kind of weird. There's something kind of kind of weird going on here. I don't know. And I got this note from a, a listener, Eddie. He says, isn't it interesting that there was an aerial drone footage quickly made uh, available to all the TV news outlets with his arrest? I wonder which source provided the footage. Law enforcement? If so, isn't that surprising that it emerged so quickly from them? How long did it take to get the Paul Pelosi hammer video from the San Francisco Police Department? Huh. Or did a news outlet have advanced notice of the arrest? Well, I don't know. They did it with Roger Stone. Remember that? It was a... It was a a, uh, it was a blind raid and all that stuff. No, 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 no. No, they were there. CNN was there with a live shot. Live shot. And news outlets have advanced notice of the arrest, probably since the Washington Post already had a taped interview of a friend of Texera staged and ready to go immediately after the arrest. As usual, there's lots of questions about uh, Biden-directed law enforcement actions, but few, if any, answers. Yeah, it all stinks, guys. It all stinks. And, and my immediate response yesterday, and I'm listening to the news. I don't know. I, li I was listening to radio, and I heard ABC News, which is, they have this jingle. It goes, ba 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 and it should be propaganda, propaganda today, because that's generally what it is. And I went, uh, this is kind of odd. Normally, a leak doesn't happen like this. Normally, you don't have drone footage of the arrest. The guy backing up in a government leak of classified documents, normally that's going to be undercover of darkness or whatever, not broadcast, not recorded, and media doesn't lead you there. All of those things should make you go, huh, this is kind of weird. But the amazing thing is we found some uh, interesting things about this uh, leak, and I have a funny feeling... Of course they're going to try to make this kid look like Aldrich Ames. Of course they're going to try and destroy this young man's life. But this man is a young man of fighting age. And he looked at some of these documents and he went, Wow, we're in a hot war with Russia right now. And nobody knows about it. Wait a second. Uh, there's a lot of things going on here that the, the American people don't know about. That we are in a war with people on the ground fighting against Russia and, by the way, losing. Yeah, losing. Ukraine is not kicking butt. Not one little bit. We're sending billions of dollars there so their young men can become cannon fodder. The same goes for Russia. Now, I'm not defending the invasion. No, not, not one little bit. But we cannot be involved in a war with Russia. That's insanity. And so I'm going to come out right now and just say... Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards supporting this kid leaking this information because he's a 21-year-old man, which generally means that depending on who's in power, he could be future cannon fodder.
Here is uh, Tucker last night talking about what we discovered last night with the leak. Briefing slides prepared by the U.S. government begin to show up, among other places, on Twitter. And the slides show that this is, in fact, not Ukraine's war. It's our war. The United States is a direct combatant in a war against Russia. As we speak, American soldiers are fighting Russian soldiers. Now, the reason why the Democrat and the media industrial complex are going to go after this kid is because he is uncovering truths that are illegal. What's happening right now is illegal. You, once again, have been sold a bill of goods. Here's a little more from Tucker. So this is not a regional conflict in Eastern Europe. This is a hot war between the two primary nuclear superpowers on Earth. And yet this war has never been formally declared. It has not been authorized by Congress. Anytime Congress does a rah-rah and invites people to uh, salute another country's flag and uh, the media uh, immediately has this irrational exuberance about a country that nobody could, could even tell was on the map. Anytime that happens, you got to go, huh, there's something weird going on here. And for that reason, this war is a violation of American law. It is a crime. The second thing we learn from these slides is that despite direct U.S. involvement, Ukraine is in fact losing the war. Seven Ukrainians are being killed for every Russian. Ukrainian air defenses have been utterly degraded. Ukraine is losing. The Biden administration is perfectly aware of this. They're panicked about it, but they have lied about this fact to the public. Huh. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, we've been lied to. But here's the media going after this uh, this young man, uh, Jack Texera. This is the typical response. And any time that you hear the media in unison attacking something, realize that person is probably in the right. The Washington Post, as you know, reviewed video of this suspect yelling racial and anti-Semitic slurs. Is this a oh, sure, he's a racist. There you go. That, that, they put an exclamation point on that. He's a racist. Dangerous person. This uh, uh, air guardsman who's now been taken into custody had talked about being a gun enthusiast, had been at gun ranges. He's obviously a member. Oh, of uh, he's in the military. Imagine that. The military. And he's the big guy in the scene. Somehow he has access. Oh, no, the big guys in the White House. To this kind of information, and that makes him even larger. A person who thinks they know better than everyone else, they're smarter than everyone else in their view. That this is a 21-year-old man. He's described as a gun enthusiast. Um, feels like it's all the typical hate points of the leftist media. Some of these descriptions. He's a racist gun enthusiast, probably a transphobe. And somebody who's maybe hungry for power. <laughs> he's hungry for power. Sure, he's uh, he's hungry for power. What's he pulling down? About twenty five k. Oh, it's funny. And then, by the way, Representative Maria Salazar of Florida said that the uh, a leak of classified documents should have not have, should not have taken place. But the mind boggling information contained in it, including China's influence on Latin America. That China's involvement in the Americas is not for trade, but for war. Yeah. So China is uh, penetrating Latin America <clears throat> as Joe Biden licks the world. Uh, and uh, and uh, it is something that we have been saying in the House Foreign Affairs Committee for uh, the Americas that the Chinese are not for trade, but for war. So even though we have not leaked these documents, when it is, once it has happened, the information that we have read is mind-boggling. So that's a congressperson who's looking at this document saying, why doesn't Congress know about this?
And doesn't it kind of make sense? You've got uh, uh, an election in uh, Brazil that mirrored the 2020 election, where the uh, conservative, strong, uh, 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 patriotic leader of the country was defeated by a questionable uh, opponent who didn't campaign. And ultimately, there were questions about the election that were immediately shut down, even as people went to the, the, the Capitol to protest it and went into the Capitol. They tried to go after. It's kind of funny, isn't it? And we know that China was deeply involved in that election. We know that uh, Joe Biden has gotten a lot of money from the Chinese Communist Party and companies affiliated with it, he and his family. And a couple months ago, a Chinese spy balloon was allowed to float over our most valuable and secure military installations and gather intelligence for seven days. Kind of weird, isn't it? Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Do you know why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation? When factories that make these ships shut down, ships shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob Carson Show. So Jack Texera is a 21-year-old. He's being suspected of uh, being behind the biggest U.S. intelligence leak in nearly a decade. And yesterday, the FBI uh, went and arrested him, and they knew everything about it. And apparently, uh, <clears throat> national media, I, I believe it was the New York Times or uh, Washington Post, literally led the FBI to his home. It's kind of strange, though. Uh, you know, there's a, dr- a drone above it capturing footage that was immediately shared to the mainstream media. They had a locked and loaded interview with one of his friends ready to go, apparently. <clears throat> there was also kind of weird uh, drone footage. Uh, available immediately after the Mar-a-Lago raid by the FBI. And uh, and CNN was there when Roger Stone was arrested. And Peter Navarro was... Re- they, 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 he literally called the FBI, said, come and get me if you need anything, and they waited until he went to the Ronald Reagan National Airport and arrested him. It, it's almost kind of like you've been played a little bit here. And I would venture to say that this 21-year-old uh, National Guardsman was sharing this because uh, <clears throat> it was something we needed to know. We needed to know that the United St- or that uh, the Ukraine is losing. We need to know that seven Ukrainian soldiers die for every Russian. We needed to know that uh, uh, we China is involved in uh, South in South America because they are getting their forces ready for war with America. Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to say he's some sort of a uh, uh, a spy. Uh, and, and isn't it kind of funny how these things get leaked? For instance, <clears throat> Donald Trump had a phone call with Vladimir Zelensky. Had a phone call with him. Said, you know, we'd like you to look at that uh, uh, Burisma company because uh, clearly there's some malfeasance there. And a second-hand overheard person turned that in and it became grounds for impeachment. Really. You cannot trust anything. If the government and the mainstream media side on one side, you know that you should be on the other side because you'll be on the right side of history. Let's go to Kathy in Stevensville on this Friday. First caller of the day, Kathy. Make it good. Hello. Uh, Happy weekend coming up. You do. You do. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to say the kid, you said he was reading a book when they came in. First of all, the the weird thing is they didn't land at 2 o'clock in the morning with helicopters and SWAT teams. Oh, no. They wanted to get it so you could get it on camera. 
<clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> they did a good job with that, with everybody else. They seemed to go in at 2 a.m., um, but I thought if he had just put on some lipstick, a dress, and a wig, and maybe been reading, like, one of the school-sanctioned elementary perverted books <laughs> that they forced the kids to read, yes. they probably would have backed off. You know, like Kathy... did that school shooter who was a trans person. Yeah, it's amazing. That story went away in a big old hurry. Uh, maybe if he had just identified yeah. as Jackie Texera, then he would be perfectly yeah. fine. <clears throat> yeah, he did. <laughs> On and give them the freak show they love. And, oh. you know, if you're going to go to jail, you might as well make it easy on yourself and go to the women's prison. <laughs> All right, Kathy, thanks for the call. You did not disappoint, by the way, being the first caller of the day. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty remarkable. It's pretty remarkable. And honestly, you know, just from yesterday, I looked at the story and I'm like, the first thing I thought was, wait a minute, it's a leak, but it didn't come from the DOJ or from the FBI like it always does and goes to the New York Times. This time, the New York Times led the FBI, which means to me, yeah, there's something going on here. They're covering up something. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Real heroes. Real conflict. Real threats. Real heart. Now, there's a place America gets its news. No agenda. Just the facts. Newsmax. Real news for real people. 